and in particular, we'll be looking obviously at the provision of higher education within colleges. So it's continuing as an aspect of provision across uh, a number of societies, but the extent to which it's a particularly important aspect of work varies. So here we're highlighting that even in the UK, the percentage of higher education learning that's occurring in colleges can vary. So between um, around 20% in Scotland, in Scotland's colleges, um, of the higher education learning in Scotland. Whereas in England, it's only about 7% of the higher education learning that's occurring in colleges. So there's a variation in the um, home international comparison. But in other societies, such as the USA, there's a, a great tradition of um, higher education learning in colleges. And when we're looking at the diversity of roles in higher education um, terms, we're seeing a continuation of the importance of vocational higher education learning for technical and paraprofessionals in particular that have grown in importance at the higher levels. We're seeing qualifications which provide not only opportunities to study at higher education level, but importantly have become uh, routes towards continuing higher education study at other institutions, for example universities, and a continuing focus on preparation for the university learning that's taking place in the colleges. So again, we've got a variety of roles and pulling in different directions, even when we're looking at higher education learning. I wanted in particular to focus on the vocational aspect of higher education in colleges and thinking of where this has come from. So for example, in the UK, um, there's been a particular traditional focus of colleges for people who are already in work who are progressing in a particular occupation through part-time work. And this is a feature which was particularly strong post-war and during a manufacturing um, time of strength, but is weakened subsequently. And in the contribution in the book, um, colleagues also emphasize the importance of vocational uh, education at this level in the American and uh, Canadian system. But there are changes and challenges that are emerging for colleges in relation to higher education. And the collapse in the UK of the manufacturing phase and the reduction in the types of, of roles where people have traditionally undertaken part-time vocational higher education has led to a change in provision of colleges. Not only less demand from that area, but also the need to address other um, needs in the economy, particularly to support young people who are unable at that point to gain employment, so to um, enable them to progress to a job through particular schemes for the unemployed. At the same time, colleges are um, in the context where higher education has grown to such a significant extent that we now are acknowledging it as a mass higher education system across a number of different societies. So not only um, do we see the predictions of Trow here, who talked very much about this being fueled not so much by the vocational or uh, knowledge demands, but by family aspiration and the, the, the needs of learners. And this participation has become quite widespread, as Marginson's research indicates, so that mass higher education is a feature of many different societies and as societies grow and become more industrialized it is a feature that, that goes alongside that. So in the context of colleges they're becoming 
part of a system which is growing, particularly growing in the university sector. If you're looking at developments in um, the UK, which is our area of um, experience, we're suggesting that the directly vocational role of colleges has been somewhat weakened by some of the, the changes. In Scotland, although higher education uh, level learning remains important and HNCs and HNDs remain the main qualification in Scotland, and as you can see, a large percentage of the students are actually studying on those qualifications, those have shifted to um, serve more full-time learners and the traditional role that they had in um, serving part-time learners in work has diminished somewhat. And in addition to that, a lot of the full-time students are using them not only as an end in itself, but more as a part of a journey which continues on to uh, further study at honours degree level. So what we're suggesting is that this is a weakening in the direct vocational role for colleges in Scotland, which have been quite significant, and it becomes part of the vocational purpose which continues. And in England, um, policy changes, and the continual policy churn in England, has meant that there's a, a different um, uh, spread of courses here, including foundation degrees and actually teaching directly bachelor's degrees. <coughs> But again, we've seen the decline of part-time students, particularly fueled, if you like, by the um, changes in, in policy. So for different reasons and using different structures, I think in both countries we're seeing a, a decline in the part-time uh, role of colleges in serving uh, people in the workplace, and a growth in their role in providing opportunities for people to study at higher education level and perhaps use that to go on to study further at higher education level. So we've no doubt all been interested, if we're uh, connected to the English system, to read the Orga report, which has been reflecting on the balance of higher education um, in, in England and has taken note of um, the situation elsewhere. And in particular, the Orga report has not only focused on the importance of higher level vocational education, but specifically called for an increase in level four and five education, which would be the first equivalent to the first two years of undergraduate study. We've seen this as a particular gap and a cause for concern that needs to be urgently addressed. And yet at the moment, the funding um, and policy focus has been on the development of a particular type of um, vocational and technical education, the apprenticeships. So we just wanted very briefly to touch on what's happening there and to ask questions about the role of colleges with regard to that. So in England, we have the establishment of higher apprenticeships at levels four and five and degree apprenticeships at level six and above. Whereas in Scotland, um, because apprenticeship is a devolved matter, um, it's a different approach and graduate apprenticeships is the term that has tended to be um, used to focus on anything um, at higher education level. We're focusing on what limited data there is available, um, but apologies that there isn't more that uh, one could look at at the moment. But just taking this briefly, you can see that the levels that um, colleges are focusing on when they look at higher education learning are level four and five, and they are involved in some level six and seven. But um, 
if we look at the figures there, we can see that activity at the higher levels is less than activity at levels 2 and 3. But this has been growing at the higher levels, which is some cause of optimism. The rate of growth at the um, higher apprenticeship, which is level 4 and 5, looks like it, it's growing. But what catches the eye is the rate of growth at the degree apprenticeship level, which is um, from a very small start from their introduction, is growing much faster. So these are um, start numbers and have been subject to quite a lot of change over these two years, partly because of the introduction of the funding mechanism. The commentators have, and indeed in the Orga report, have been thinking about the extent to which these are providing the economy with the appropriate vocational and technical skills. And there's a concern that the growth at the degree apprenticeship level um, might be a reframing of business and management and accounting training that might otherwise be taking place had the apprenticeship not been the new vehicle. There's a concern that um, as an expensive level of provision, this might suck in resources and lead to less focus on four and five. So we're seeing strains within the higher levels. The Uber report um, focuses on their concern that even at four and five, which um, as you can see is steadily growing, their concern is that the type of vocational and technical skills may not be the ones that are aligned with their perception of the economic needs of the country. Um, and again, that management and business has tended to dominate. And this is in a context where these uh, figures arise from the demand of employers, um, which has been driving the system in England. As we'll see, that contrasts with the situation in Scotland, where there's much more central government agency control. So colleges are involved in providing higher level apprenticeships. The figure here of just under 20,000 learners is students at any part of their course, not learners, just at the start of their course. So you're dealing with figures that are presented in different ways. But an association of colleges survey did indicate that most of the colleges were offering higher apprenticeships, and um, many had plans to offer a degree apprenticeship um, in the future, the degree apprenticeship being a relatively recent um, development. When they looked at surveying uh, college leaders, there seemed to be a split between those college leaders that felt quite positive about the opportunity for colleges at both levels and those that um, felt that the chances of them becoming heavily involved in degree apprenticeships was limited if the universities were enthusiastically taking this up, they would become the locus of development. When we look at what happens in Scotland, this is very early data because the, the actual development in Scotland has taken a longer time to um, transfer to the higher levels. So you can see that the number of starts on the right-hand side is very small, but it's of interest, I think, to indicate that in the system in Scotland, the Central Government Agency Skills Development Scotland has designated which programmes will arise. So in contrast to England, where a demand-led system has led to um, a set of uh, programmes, in Scotland um, it's a much more directed system. What we wanted to highlight, though, is that the space for colleges is relatively limited and the um, 
development is currently being taken forward mainly by universities at the higher level in Scotland. So only one college is leading on something that isn't a higher level honours degree apprenticeship. And um, there's very limited role for colleges at the moment. And at that point, I'll transfer to Jim, who will take up social inclusion. Um, <coughs> so, um, I'm not doing the wrong way. Um, right, so um, Fiona has um, been uh, emphasizing the issues to do with the, um, the vocational role of higher, higher education in the colleges. But um, as I'm sure you're all, all aware, this is only one aspect of the, of, of, of the role of, of, of the colleges. Uh, and um, the, 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 the role of colleges with regard to social inclusion has become an increasingly important one. Um, th uh, this was partly associated with the, the, um, the decline of, I'm just, oh sorry, uh, how did I, I get the, no, no, but the, the is there a wee red light that comes on? No, no, no. I was hoping there was a point of view. Right. There's a point of view. I don't know if it works on this screen actually, it may not work on the screen. Right. Um, anyway, what, what, the, 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 the point that, that I'm making, um, first of all, is that as the um, the vocational role of colleges um, was, in a sense, put under threat, in a sense, by the kind of changes that Jonas already talked about, the changing nature of work, the, the growth of mass higher education. Colleges, as we know, have sought other roles, and in, in seeking other roles, the idea of um, social in, in, in inclusion has become an, an increasingly important one. Um, you, you, colleagues will recall the, the, the report by um, him, 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 Irina uh, uh, Kennedy in, in um, 1997 where she began to emphasize the idea of colleges uh, providing a, a look towards um, second chance in education for both uh, younger students and for, and, and for, and for older uh, students. And you know, over a long period of time, this social in, 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 in inclusion role has become a, a very um, uh, uh, central one uh, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the colleges. Um, and it, it became not just a, an important one at the kind of FE level, but also at the HHE level um, with um, Things such as the uh, the, the um, increasing emphasis on access courses in many of the colleges in, in England uh, during the 1980s. Um, so some of you may well have been involved with with access courses uh, at, at that time, and um, there was a major then um, Scottish in, 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 in initiative uh, called SWAP, uh, the, the Scottish Wider access program which was launched as a, a as a big in, in initiative in Scotland 
drawing all, 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 all the colleges into the idea of uh, <coughs> providing groups into, into higher education, particularly for um, uh, older students uh, as part of a kind of um, second chance. And I think we're going to hear later on more about the role of the Irish colleges probably in, in terms of um, access uh, to routes. And um, again, you know, we, we know that the um, community colleges in the, um, in the, in, in the USA have had uh, an, an extremely important role in, in, in our book, uh, the, the chapter by Kevin uh, Doherty and his colleagues, they, they refer to colleges as the open door uh, uh, um, uh, colleges, emphasizing this you know, um, very in, 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 in inclusive ethos that there is in the, in the, in the uh, community sector in Scotland. And the same applies in uh, sorry in America, and the same applies in um, Canada as as well, uh, which Lisa and, and Gavin may, may say uh, something about uh, uh, later on. And so you know the, the uh, uh, Kevin and uh, Kevin Doherty and his colleagues emphasise you know the, the the role of the of the community colleges in in providing opportunities for the uh, socio-economic. Uh, Disadvantaged, non-white people, and, and older students. So, you know, across many countries in, 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 in the world, we have um, an increasing emphasis on social inclusion. And I think one of the things that you know um, this has has raised also is: has the emphasis on social inclusion in some ways become a conflict with the? With the vocational role of, of, of colleges that 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 uh, that that, that, that um, Fiona, um, spoke about, you know, as it's been more uh, d difficult for colleges to pursue their um, tr traditional uh, uh, vocational role, uh, you know, ha has this social inclusion role become a much more central one for quite a lot of. Uh, colleges. Um, so if we look then at the at the role of colleges in in um, in 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 um, in, in, in uh, widening access, what, one of the figures that I, I, I should have put up there but but haven't done uh, but I will I will now uh, uh, do it for you is uh, if we look actually at the role of um, colleges um, and we look at the percentage of people doing higher education in the college sector who come from the most deprived quintile. That's the you know the most deprived twenty percent. Twenty eight percent of the students uh, in full time courses in, in colleges uh, come from the most deprived uh, quintile. Uh, twenty twenty percent on part time courses come from those required contracts, and that compares with the numbers on uh, university uh, first degrees, where only fourteen percent uh, come from the most uh, de 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 deprived uh, quintile. So, 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 um, uh, 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 colleges are, are in a sense 
look, making a, a, a very sig significant uh, uh, contribution to widening access through this um, social in, in, in inclusion uh, um, uh, role uh, that, they ha that they have. And then um, the, the, the figure that, that I have uh, put in there is that uh, 42% um, of um, first degree entrants from the most um, uh, deprived de 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 quintile arrive via the HNC, HN, HND route. So the, that HNC, HND route from colleges into universities um, is, is, a, you know, is a major uh, contributor to uh, widening access. And I think Sheila will probably say more about that in, in her, in, in her um, presentation. Um, but um, we can also see that um, this, the same uh, um, issue uh, if we look across to the uh, the community colleges in in, in the USA, where um, as it says here, fifty eight percent of the students are coming from the uh, bottom half of the socioeconomic contribution. Forty percent are non white, and fifty three percent. Our old older students. So, you know, colleges across many uh, uh, countries are making this very um, significant contribution to to widening access. However, again, you know, the, it's not an altogether kind of uh, it's not an altogether kind of perfect um, story. Um, again, if you look at the, the situation in the United States, 45% who entered uh, community colleges uh, in the fall of 2010 had left six years later without a degree of in, any kind. Uh, um, and um, you know, if you compare entrance to uh, community colleges, they are less likely to to, uh, to to gain uh, uh, d d degrees than than their kind of you know, people from a similar background who went straight into um, four, four year four year um, uh, colleges. So um, if we, if we look then at the the importance of um, the, the the colleges I've already you know, referred to, to to some of the figures, but the importance of um, colleges in this kind of articulation or to uh, transfer um, figure, as I've said here, I mean in Scotland it's now being emphasised as a major uh, um, policy by the Scottish government and the funding council, and to 26 percent of the entrance to um, um, first, first degrees in Scotland now come through this art, articulation route. So it's it's a very um, Im, Im, important uh, um, part of the, of, 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 the, of the of the route. And um, you know, again, if you look at the situation in the, in, in the in the USA, uh, it, eighty one percent of first time entrants aspire to complete a. a, a Bachelor's degree. So, so this, the importance of uh, this um, articulation or, 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 or transfer has become central 
to the work of colleges and to the whole higher education um, um, system. However, again, if we go back to some of the issues or 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 um, or um, problems that, that we have here, um, while um, colleges have had this success in um, widening access, um, there is a a danger of, of what uh, Brint and um, Carabell have referred to in their um, um, famous book about, the, about the, the, the role of community colleges in the idea that, that students become, are, are actually diverted as a result of this. So r rather than actually a route forward into the into the places that they actually want want to go, uh, it can be, a, a, as I say, a kind of a di di a di diversion. Uh, and you know, go back to, to that figure there, the, 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 the number of people who actually don't actually complete uh, degrees. And um, so th there's been a suggestion of a, of a kind of cooling out uh, function, which um, I think um, uh, Gannis uh, referred to in one of his publications. I think it was explored by uh, Burton Clark at some length. Uh, and, and the idea that actually getting people from kind of d disadvantaged backgrounds into these, in a sense, lower status institutions is a way through which their aspirations can actually be, be, um, be um, <coughs> Uh, um, uh, lowered and, and some people would say kind of made made uh, more more um, more um, re realistic. And you know, if you look at the, the Scottish situation, on, only seven percent of of uh, students who enter through this route gain access to the to, to the to the highest status ancient ancient. Uh, 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 universities most end up in the post two universities. As someone who's worked in the post two university, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not suggesting that they are inferior institutions. Right. But you know, if if the the opportunities are skewed in this way, then one one might uh, you know, say that there are serious uh, issues here. So, so I, I think what we're saying is. If you look at the role of higher education in the college sector, it's quite it's quite a complicated role. There are different aspects to it. Um, to some extent, these these aspects can actually conflict uh, with, 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 with each other. You know, for example, does the social inclusion role it can have the danger of undermining the the emphasis on vocational ed education. So it, it, it's a complex story. Um, in terms of strengthening the um, vo vocational role, um, Fiona has referred to the increasing emphasis now on uh, higher level apprenticeships, degree apprenticeships, graduate apprenticeships. Uh, and if you go back to the other report, um, you know, I think that, that that's been that's been argued. You know, th this is an opportunity for colleges 
to get into the, these higher level uh, vocational qualifications. But, you know, as, as Fiona has indicated, um, actually the universities seem to be taking a very central role there, very much so in Scotland, uh, but also in, in, in England as well. So is that going to squeeze the, 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 the uh, colleges out of this, or, or will there be ways that colleges can be uh, brought back, back into it? Um, Hodgson and, and uh, colleagues have emphasised the importance of co-production and skills ecosystems as a way into which colleges can work much more closely with the with the communities that they serve, with the employers, uh, to, to try to kind of get a much more central role for, for colleges here. But I think it's also been recognised that actually creating skills ecosystems is extremely hard work. It's, it's not a kind of easy is easy answer. Um, and then there's a question of um, what I refer to the uh, diversion and pulling out. Um, you know, what, what can we do to try to ad address that I issue, which is, you know, I think a, an extremely important one. In, in Scotland, you know, we've had major uh, initiatives, the Commission for Widening Access and the <coughs> Commissioner for Fair Access, um, Peter Scott, who you know been taking up that issue and saying you know major in, in, in initiatives are, are needed. The, the Office for, for, for Students in, in England has now got that responsibility following on from the, the, the role of offer. And uh, again, uh, Doherty and his colleagues in the book emphasise a whole range of uh, in. in in, in, in initiatives that are being uh, uh, taken in, in America to, to try to uh, address this, to strengthen the, the kind of roots through uh, um, uh, uh, community colleges. And then there's the increasing interest in what I refer to here as the, as the new uh, lifelong learning. I mean, lifelong learning about 20 years ago was quite an in, in, in in inclusive uh, 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 concept. It, it's now, I think, being defined in a, in a more kind of limited way as reskilling and upskilling um, you know, in the context of uncertain future work and uh, di digital change. But, you know, I think many people are arguing that um, colleges potentially have got an extremely important role there. They haven't really, I don't think, taken on that role hugely um, um, so far, but you know, this is going to be a, a major question for the future and uh, Chair Pong in, in the book um, talks about um, Singapore and the in, in, in increasing emphasis in, in the skills strategy in, in, in Singapore on this idea of, of education is not just for for uh, young people, that it's something that has to go on through their life. So there's a question here of, uh, you know, can we have a much more um, central role for for um, colleges in, in this respect? And then um, finally, I, I think you know, we're, we're coming back to to, uh, to to this issue that can colleges uh, kind of try to r reconcile these 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 different roles? The uh, the um, 
the, um, the vocational role, the social inclusion role, the widening access role. Can they um, r reconcile these in a way that uh, provide fair access to, to higher education for a very wide cross-section of, of, of the society as they as aspire to, to, to do? So, uh, to some extent, I think this is the ag agenda that we want to uh, encourage um, dis discussion about, uh, hopefully now, but also throughout the, 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 the day. Thank you very much. Thank you.